guys, Alex Davis here. Thank you so much for joining me on the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast, where we are going to give a gospel defense against false beliefs. We are here so that we can defend the gospel of Christ. I am currently pursuing my master's in Christian apologetics at Oklahoma Baptist University, and I'm having a blast and it is fun. So we are going to defend the faith together so that we might go and share the gospel. Join me. Hey, hey, I hope you're having a wonderful Friday or whatever it, it day it is that you're listening. I'm really excited to be jumping in to this topic with you guys. And as you see from the title, it is the false teaching of that God won't give you more than you can handle. Now, that is a part of what scripture says, but our world and the church have easily taken this statement within scripture and twisted it. So, I mean, that's a majority of what we talk about here and so that we can go and defend the gospel. So let's just, let's just go ahead and get started, guys. And I want to start off by reading what scripture says in accordance to why and how people are twisting it. So 1 Corinthians 10, 11 through 13 is where we can find it. So whoever thinks he stands must be careful not to fall. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to humanity. God is faithful, and he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, he will also provide a way of escape so that you are able to bear it. So, what do we see here? We see that Paul is saying to the Corinthians, Hey guys, whoever thinks that he can stand must be careful not to fall. So first, if we look within this passage and before it and after it, we see that in this book, Paul is talking to the Corinthians about their pride, the way that they're living their life, the way that they are succumbing to, you know, prideful temptations and ways so that they can be glorified and that their spirituality might be made known. Pride is a huge thing for the Corinthians. It also is for Paul. If you look through a lot of his writings, that is something that he bears. That is a, a thorn, per se, that he bears. And my gosh, guys, that's me too. <laughs> that is me too. So, but within the rest of this piece of scripture right here, it says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to humanity. God is faithful and will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, he will also provide a way of escape. So, what in the world? Is this saying that God is not going to allow me to go through anything, be tempted by anything, so that I can bear it and I will be able to defeat and fight off the temptation? No. He is not. He is not saying that you can do it in your own strength. How do I know this? Well, let's go ahead and read more scripture because this is not what Paul is saying. In 2 Corinthians 9, 8, right before this, he says, God is able to make all grace abound you, to you so that you have all sufficiency in all things at all times. You may abound in every good work. So in other words, in every test or temptation, the question is, 
Will I do what I ought to do? Paul says there will be grace. It doesn't say I'm depending on you to use your resources without depending on grace. God is telling us, I'm giving you grace so that there will be grace to do it. But you are not independent of my powers to help. There was a little snippet right there from John Piper on desiring God. Guys, this is all about God's help. It is so easy to read scripture out of context and think that you're discerning it in the correct view. We need to pray before we get into scripture, pray during and pray after. We need to know what we're reading and try to understand the context before we dive in. Does it take more work? Yes. But is it worth it? Yes, again. But let's continue. Let's read some more scripture. Though a righteous man falls seven times, he will get up, but the wicked will stumble into ruin. Proverbs 24, 15. What do we mean here? Well, a righteous man that is fully invested, falling in love with the Lord will fall. He will make mistakes. He will sin. He will fall into temptation. But God, didn't you say through Paul that you will give us areas and you won't give us temptation that we cannot bear? No, no, no. It's things and temptations that are given, allowed for by God so that we can rely on his strength to help us in that moment of temptation. Are we going to fall anyway? Yeah, we're going to fall. Look at Paul. Look at David. Look at all these people in scripture that fell. Look at all these pastors today that have fallen, that have gotten back up and continue to present the gospel. For it is impossible in the case of those who have once been enlightened who have tasted the heavenly gift and have shared in the Holy Spirit and have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the age to come and then all have fallen away to restore them again to repentance since they are crucifying once again the Son of God to their own harm and holding him up to contempt. For land that has drunk the rain that often falls on it and produces a crop useful to those for whose sake it is cultivated receives a blessing from God. But if it bears thorns and thistles, it is worthless and near to being cursed, and its end is to be burned. Hebrews 6, 4 through 8. Guys, it is impossible to please God without faith and continuing to walk in it through the outpour of the gifts. When we continue to walk through and amidst and within the grace of God, wisdom, understanding, knowledge will outpour and we will have the ability, ability to discern what is right, what is wrong, and how to defeat and fight off temptations. This is through the Holy Spirit. This is not through our own strength. Sure, I love Philippians 4, 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It is through Christ who strengthens us. But we need to work on not taking these pieces of scripture out of context. I was told by my coach in the, pa in the past 
God will not allow you to be tempted more than you can handle. But guys, we can't allow these pastors and and preachers and even authorities or or mentors to say such things and not take it back to scripture. No matter what someone says, how someone conducts encouragement to you, whether they're giving you a prophetic word or just a piece of encouragement. And if it's from the Lord, that's great. But take it back to scripture. Stop just letting people spoon feed you. That is spoon feeding. I don't care if you are delving into scripture on your own. If you aren't hearing the words of what the pastor is saying, if you aren't listening to what, you know, that podcast said, or your mentor said, or your accountability partner said, and taking it back to scripture, what are you doing? Are you just like running around with an air in a hot air balloon? I have no idea where that came from. But you know what I'm saying, guys? Make sure you're testing everything in good scripture because you cannot do all things in your own strength because you do not have all the power. God does. He knows what tomorrow holds and you and I do not. In 1 Corinthians 15.10, God says, or Paul says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am and his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Guys, it is the grace of God that is with us. I pray that the Holy Spirit ignites a fire in you to know more of the truth that will and can set you free from the bondage of sin and slavery. Guys, knowing the truth and being able to defend the gospel is life-changing and it will change your life. It's continuing to change my life and I hope it does for the rest of my life. I'm excited to talk with you guys next Friday, but I really enjoyed this Friday. (laughs) Talk to you soon. Thank you.